Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Faj! Whoa, that was a loud one. Coming in hot. Came in hot. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. It's been a couple of weeks. Yes. A few weeks, yes. actually. And we apologize for that, but we are I've got fired up. I've got like a month's worth of morning coffee <laughs> and mimosas energy here. That's bringing right. it to this Sunday in September. It's September. I know. How did that happen? I don't know. And the traffic is back to normal. Ugh, and uh, Yeah. You know, whatever. We're back. But it's all good. We are back, but we are really happy to be back. Yes. And we are. are very happy to be back with you listeners. Absolutely. And, you know, traffic means more time for podcasts. That's so right. that That's means right. hopefully you guys have been missing us this last week. That's right. <laughs> and I had a funny experience uh, at, at work. I uh, went out to lunch with a bunch of people from work. Why is it always come back to a lunch or dinner? Because that's what I do. I'm I starting eat. to wonder. I want to put like a little private cam on you at work to <laughs> you see to. do you actually work or are you just going from meal to meal no we, i go from meal to meal yeah. <laughs> and if like and if there's any, anything you know you need important to discuss it's much better you know over a meal <laughs> yeah. yeah it's good but it was very funny because uh one of the people i was with was, was talking about podcasts and we happened to listen to the same podcast a crime junkie it's called a crime junkie podcast it's that's a, a good great, podcast it's a great podcast and she didn't know that i had a podcast with you and so that topic came up so we got a new listener now so i was very happy i mean hopefully she shares some of the same business interests because if she's a crime junkie i don't know that this is in the same genre but no it's not but you know i love true crime stuff and she does but that doesn't mean i don't listen to other stuff that's true you it's know? true. You expanded her horizons. That's correct. And we actually, we could, this could be a true crime podcast because sometimes it's a crime what people do managing other people. And if we, <laughs> talk, we what we probably should do is talk about some of those disasters and it would be a true business crime podcast. I think you just came up with an idea. <laughs> Let me jot that down and my down. little, my little, um, note here this is going right into my little apple note yeah. for our episode ideas there you go there you go which it's getting harder and harder to come up with episode ideas because we've talked about so many things at this point right but there's so much more to do so much more yes anyway speaking of shameless plug listeners <laughs> if you tried. have ideas for an episode please send them our way yes or if you have something that you feel like would be interesting that you'd like to talk about Let's have a chat and because maybe we'll bring you on as a guest. If we don't get ideas, then you're going to get dad jokes. For instance, <laughs> no, my not... dental hygienist retired oh. after 50 years and all she got was a lousy plaque. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, everybody's turning off right now. We don't show up here for a couple of weeks. Now we come on here, we're talking nonsense, and then you just hit him with a dad joke. Anyway... I'm going to try and elevate this conversation now. I'm going to try and put myself in your shoes. And listeners, I swear we were going to get to the point. And what we're going to talk about today, I think, is an important topic. You just illustrated it. Yeah. Yeah. It's an important topic. 
And something that I don't know how often or, or just how outwardly we think about this, but over the last few weeks, there's been several experiences where I feel like the the word empathy has come to mind over and over again, whether it was a situation where I felt like somebody else handled it with, you know, real empathy and grace or situations where I was consciously trying to put myself in somebody else's position. And just to help like kind of define what empathy is, because I think sometimes it's it's a word that's said a lot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people say it and they mean they're sympathizing with somebody else. Sometimes they're talking about being compassionate to somebody else. But dad, how would you describe empathy if I were to put you on the spot right now and you ask just you? just put me on the spot. All right, well, I would describe empathy as attempting to understand and internalize the feelings, experiences, problems, challenges of someone else, even though you're not experiencing them, but to try to feel what they are feeling. Was that off the top of your head or were you quoting Mrs. Miriam Webster right now? Mrs. Miriam Webster. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes, I do. <laughs> do you guys remember that, listeners? Oh, that was very funny. Oh, I've gotten I've I've gotten a little bit wiser in the last year plus we've been doing this. But that was a good definition. And I've said this to other people, you know, especially being in a sales and selling environment where you're meeting new people often. You're trying to problem solve. You're trying to, you know, sometimes we we have the tendency of saying, treat other people how you would want to be treated or do unto others as you would have done unto you, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, a good kind of golden rule overall. But empathy takes it a step further to say, treat other people how they want to be treated, and right. but order, do unto other people as they would want done unto them. But the only the only way to do that is to be empathetic. In other words, exactly. I, I can't do that if I haven't tried at least to talk to you, get your feelings, and, and try to understand where you're coming from to understand why you're behaving in a certain way or whatever in order to make those positive, hopefully positive changes. Exactly. And that's something that like, I think as you look for, you look at at leaders and you look at ourselves and and trying to be better leaders, be better just human beings as a whole, better friends. Mm -hmm. You think about how can we each be more empathetic people? And there are ways to build that. So if somebody is listening and saying, they're like, have you ever met somebody that you're like, man, they just cannot relate. They cannot get outside of their own four yes. walls, right? Yes, right. And it's so frustrating and challenging to sometimes try and connect and feel seen and heard mm-hmm. when you're, you know, experiencing somebody like that. Mm-hmm. But there are ways I think that anybody, no matter how much emotional intelligence or empathy you may have, there are ways for you to cultivate that. And I think that's kind of what we want to talk about today. So, you know, we just spent a a few minutes talking about like what it is, Mm -hmm. but hopefully we can start digging into dad. Like I would love to hear from you, like how you have cultivated empathy over the years. And I know you've done it because you have, uh, well, actually I can't really think of a way that you've done it. (laughs) I knew she was going to do that. The, the first thing that has to happen to be able to be empathetic is that you have to want to be empathetic. 
That's a good point. Okay, so I'm going to give you an example. I'm in a number of different organizations and clubs and stuff. And um, in one of them, I happen to have expressed just September is very, it's a wonderful month for me, but it's a stressful month because there's different community things that I run and, or I'm involved with and, and my band stuff and all this stuff. So a lot happens and it can be stressful because I have to be prepared for different things, stay on top of things and so on. And in one of these clubs, they were talking about who's going to do what. And I basically begged off on a few things and I started to like just say, well, I have to get this done. I have this, I have this, I have this. And when I was all done, the person who was organizing the activities basically didn't even hear me and went on to some other topic, like just, you know what I'm saying? So like, they, they didn't really sympathize with you and they didn't, they didn't acknowledge right. your feelings. Yeah, well, I'm and not saying I, I didn't need. I didn't need like you know. Oh, I'm so sorry, Joe. No, but you wanted somebody to be like, "Wow, you're freaking busy, Joe." Well, or just say, How you know, you yeah, for September, it? you know, pick up. You do. You do so much during the year or whatever. Don't you know? what I'm saying like there yeah. was no. It it just went on. What I'm trying to say is that person did not want to be empathetic. Just was focused on their problem, which is getting people to do things. And basically just moved on. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think as if you're a manager, if you're like in sales and you're trying to sell something to someone else or a manager who's trying to um, relate, to, relate to people and to get them to their point of view, to march, you know, in the, in the direction that the department is going or whatever, you have to want to empathize with either your prospect or your direct reports. You follow? Because if I don't care, then I'm not empathetic and then... Well, I think yeah. you're 100% right. And I'm going to just place a, a bet that if you're listening to this podcast or any podcast really that is professional or personal development, mm -hmm. you're somebody that cares enough to try and improve yourself and try and flex different muscles yeah, that you have right, exactly so i think this is the right community to try and yes. figure out okay so once we move past do you give a shit mm -hmm. then then here are some things that you can do to better hone your ability to be empathetic with other people i agree i agree so so what else do you tell me what's another thing what, what well i think so i'm sure there's a ton of like books and information on this and i'm sure you know consuming some of that is probably a help. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I think helps when, you know, you kind of think about the definition of empathy and think about the fact that it's putting yourself in somebody else's shoes versus treating somebody else the way you want to be treated is really trying to see things from somebody else's perspective. Mm -hmm. So you need to be, I feel like I'm a broken record in the way that I talk about curiosity, mm -hmm. because I think your ability to cultivate curiosity and to to really be interested in another person learning about them how they think and how they feel mm -hmm. and I think both of those aspects are really important but honing your curiosity for that I personally think has has been a has been a benefit for me because I'm a curious person I'm curious about other people 
And I think it's allowed me to be more empathetic to how other people think and feel. And Very good. it's also probably sometimes a blessing and a curse because with being empathetic, sometimes you feel other people's feelings, right? And you end up, you may give people a pass when they may not deserve it (laughs) because you're, you know, you're making excuses for people. So it's something that I think you have to be careful with. Very careful. But still, I think a critical, critical, critical just quality to hone. Mm -hmm. And by you saying that, again, you as a manager, you cannot manage everyone the same. So the manager that says, this is how I am and you're going to do things the way I tell you you're going to do them or whatever. By being empathetic, you're going to treat and understand, you know, one person differently than another person. But the yardstick that you're bringing up and the barrier you have to keep is that you're not personally involved with anybody. You know what I'm saying? You're you're being empathetic to their business struggles. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're overworked. Maybe we pile too much responsibility on somebody or so on you see what i'm saying well i think you have to have i don't know if i agree with that completely i think we are all one we're a whole person right and sometimes there's things going on in your personal life and your professional life that feed into the whole person that you bring to work right i agree but i think where you are right is that when you have a team, and if we're looking at this from like a, a management perspective, you have to hold everybody to a standard, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair for a standard to be met, right? And right. and that's, that's fair. Mm-hmm. There's certain things that are acceptable and are not acceptable. Right. Doesn't matter, you know, empathy coming into the equation, right? Right. But I think that, you know, being able to empathize and understand where somebody's coming from is a really strong quality. And in personal life, right, like you just mentioned the experience you had, you're stressed out, you have a busy month, you need you need somebody else to pick up the slack and you know that you're giving 110 percent most of the time. Right. And you're asking to give 95 now or maybe just 100. I don't know what kind of an overachiever you are, but you're asking to give like a little bit less Mm -hmm. and you don't being the person you are, you don't want to feel like you're letting other people down. So it would be nice if somebody were to kind of understand you, it would be nice for you to feel like they appreciate what you do most of the time. And, and Hey, you know what? Now's your turn to kind of take a backseat. Correct. They're just explaining why I'm not going to get involved this month on certain things. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think another piece of it is like if if you're going to understand another person really, you know, not being judgmental mm-hmm. and taking taking like our preconceived notions out of things. Right. Because sometimes in order to really share their perspective, we need to stop judgment and right. things that we might have opinions on mm-hmm. kind of like leave the opinion at the door because, OK, somebody else has a different belief system. Somebody else has a different I don't know. Probably getting a little bit too deep, but that's just, I think taking judgment out of it is super important. Right. Yeah. Very, very good. Very good. What's your third piece that we, or your second, depending on how we're counting? Well, I mean, part of driving empathy is also like, you need to have a real connection. Like in order for me to understand you, I need to understand how you think. I need to understand how you feel, but you're probably not going to just share 
how you think and how you feel unless I've maybe made myself vulnerable to you and shared with you how I think and feel, right? Right. right. So there's a being or exhibiting vulnerability as a leader is important to help people trust that they can talk to you. Yeah. And as a human being, right? Right. There's been some times that like look at just growing up, dad, when I talk, I joke about when I was in high school, right? Mm -hmm. I, ugh, you know, dad, you're always ruining things, always, you know, telling me I couldn't do something I wanted to do, which was probably very wise. (laughs) But I wasn't empathizing with you, but part of it was because you were in a position where you were not being vulnerable. You were in a command, you were Right, in a, a, a command commanding, and control, command and control right. kind of situation, right? Right. You're not going out past 10 p.m. because that's your curfew, right? right? Or whatever it was. But as our relationship has changed, as I've gotten older mm-hmm. and said I hate you enough. <laughs> <laughs> not recently. No, not no. recently. <laughs> like back before he was empathetic, right. you know? There you go. No, but back, you know, when... I think our relationship was different just Mm -hmm. based on kind of where we were both at and probably my emotional intelligence was not what it is today. Well, when you're a teenager or whatever. Yeah, crazy teenager. But I feel like when I got a little bit older, right, and I would go out and have too much to drink and instead of it being you're grounded, go to your room, it was I've been there. You're probably not going to want to do that again. Right. You started kind of relating versus it being a dictatorship. Yes. Like that doesn't rattle you that I just called you a dictator. (laughs) No, not not at all. (laughs) I thought even I was being a little harsh. You know what? But you bring up a good point because, and we've talked about how things change, but managing people is so hard because people are so difficult. And I don't mean that in a bad way. He's looking at me, but. Right. People are not chemical reactions you know if you put one chemical in, like in chemistry class and you put this chemical with this one you will get x reaction but people aren't like that i can be empathetic be vulnerable and all that and you as my either employee or prospect may never share it's not in your nature you don't want to do it you don't trust me i'm still your boss or i'm still you know salesperson and i don't trust salespeople. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so People don't follow prescribed things. And the reason I'm bringing that out is there are times when you cannot and should not be empathetic and command and control is important. Are you saying like with a child well, like, <laughs> that so doesn't know like better? You, like, you know, you can't do ABC, whatever. It's not going to happen. However, if you went to a party because you were a little bit older and you went to a party and you got drunk and you're plastered at that point, I'm thinking, I want to let you know, don't ever be embarrassed for that to happen because I want you to call me so I can drive you home. I don't want you going, dad's going to kill me. I'm going to drive home and sneak in. You follow? Because I don't want you driving drunk. You see what I'm (laughs) saying? So now a different attitude is that, listen, you get yourself in a compromising situation, no questions asked, call I come get you, I will not bring it up again. 
you see, that's what's going on when you're... When you're, you're saying as a parent. As a parent for that. But what I'm saying as, a, let's say, a manager, there are times when maybe the employees you know, want to do this, want to do that. Whatever. Well, no, the hours are nine to five. You have got to come in. I need you here before nine. Now, within that frame, so there's a little command and control there, but within that frame of time, we can talk, are you overworked? Is there something going on that... You follow? Well, I think like so, you're going back to the fact that, yes, there's a standard, right? And right. it's not to say that empathy is, you know, everybody has their own standard based on your situation. Mm-hmm. The whole point, it, the, and the whole point isn't that, you know, we're going to all be in our feelings 24 hours a day. Right. The point is just our ability to relate to other human beings. And you keep going back to leadership and it is, right? And or prospects, all of it's relevant, but it's just human beings. Mm-hmm. Our ability to relate to another human being, regardless of where it is, it's a superpower in my opinion, because it allows, first of all, it allows all of us to be more connected to what we're doing. Right. Like if I can relate to you and I truly have a curiosity about you, and that's where I think you can cultivate it, but hopefully you're cultivating it because it's something that you care about. (laughs) Right, right. And I think that's where you have an opportunity to really connect with another person. And that's where two people are able to become vulnerable. And you can really start to make an impact together. Right. Whether that's in a role where, you know, you're a leader and you, you know, it's a relationship that way, whether it's a prospect or customer that there's a problem to solve or whether it's a relationship, friendship, whatever. I think, I, I just think that that's where, to me, empathy is something that maybe we don't talk about enough, but I think that it's just so important because, and you mentioned people that you may be vulnerable, you may put yourself out there and they don't respond. That tells you something about that person, right? Right. You learn how they probably want to be treated like that person that just had their task in mind and and kind of brushed off everything that you shared as far as what they're dealing with well they're probably not a detail person right so you probably when you're dealing with them they ask a direct question they want a direct answer yeah so then you try and match you know okay well they don't care about all my bs and what's going on in my world that's not the relationship we're gonna have right and i could have just said uh no not this month i'm not i'm not getting involved this month and they would have moved on right right because they don't care about all the details correct it was my need right to to do that and and that's a great point because both sides have to read and adjust well, and you, know, you and I think that allows you to not project your feelings of how he he or she is feeling about you onto them because you were projecting, well, he doesn't care about all the things that mm-hmm. I do at all the other times throughout the year and he doesn't appreciate how busy I am right now. Well, it's not that he probably doesn't care. It's just he's not wired like that. No, and also, so he's wired to right. check the box that he wanted checked. He right, he needed volunteers, and and I'm not one of them. So he he's focused on getting volunteers, and he's not upset with you. No, he's just no, focused on his task, right? Correct. So now Joe's not the person that's going to solve the problem. I'm going to move on. Where you're and, and now I, internalizing, yeah. like God, this guy has got no. He doesn't appreciate me. <laughs> I'm it's undervalued. Funny, it's funny you said that because I, I I'm the same way. I I 
I had to ask a whole bunch. Again, I'm not talking about job stuff, volunteer stuff in another group. I had to ask a bunch of people, you know, I need this done, this done, this done. And even me, I'm getting emails back. You know, my mom's up from Florida and I wanted to, you know, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, I really don't care. You know, are you going to help? No, you're not. Move on. So here I am on when it's me, I have to explain myself, but yet they don't care. I don't mean it in a negative way. No, but you're just kind of like, okay, I got a job to do. Correct. Correct. I think, I mean, that kind of just goes back to things we've talked about in the past. Like it's often that it's not about us, (laughs) right? Right. But so looping back, because we get... We're kind of getting on a tangent. Well, it's it's an important tangent. And And to loop back, what I mean is that um, when you, at least as a leader, again, or uh, selling and trying to communicate with a prospect, you know, any, any of those relationships, when you make yourself vulnerable and let people know that you do want to hear their side, their point of view, and so on, that can never hurt. Because what, even if the person doesn't want to share, they at least at some level know that perhaps you care exactly and right like growing up i always shared my perspective with you you didn't want to hear it but i always shared my perspective yeah why i thought 10 p.m was a bullshit curfew 10 p.m bullshit (laughs) and and i am 16 years old and damn it i want to drink (laughs) (laughs) but i mean that's you know that's where you also have to weigh the 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 the, re- the re- uh, reasoning skills of the person that you're correct. arguing with. Yes, I agree with you that ten o'clock is bullshit, but that's your curfew. <laughs> uh, and uh, sixteen years old? No, you're not touching the the alcohol on my watch anyway. So. I had to start a podcast with him later on in order to be able to uh, now we have approval to consume mimosas. Uh, mimosas, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the things we have to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I was empathetic because I knew you wanted to drink. So there you go. And and a podcast was born. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about anymore, by, Dad. By the way, I have to tell you, uh, last night we had a, a rotary function and I had a drink. And then... You? Um, yes, I had a drink. And then someone in the club... I'm just happy that we're not talking about another meal. No. I did have a meal, too. <laughs> of course. But uh, someone in the club then said you know, I'll, let me get you another one. And I was like, no, 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 one's enough because I had another meeting after that. But he bought me another drink. So I had two drinks. Well, it was really funny because w- mom was out and when she came home, I was on the recliner out like a light. Like, I have one... that's how tough I am. I had two drinks. I got home. She got home about 9.30. I was I was Mouth like open, a light. catching flies. <laughs> right? I was literally, uh, you know, plus I was tired from the whole day, but Real big, I'm a powerful drinker, boy. I had two drinks. And, <laughs> and, and okay, I'm going to ask the question that I'm sure all of our listeners are dying to know right now. Uh, and um, that would be, what were you wearing when you were passed out on the chair after I, two drinks? I was still wearing my dress clothes. from the Button down. Correct. Because I, I sat down. He and has I was his just, uniform on all I, the time. I didn't get time. to change. I literally sat down. But what would you I, have I, even changed into? Your casual jeans instead of your dress <laughs> my pajama, pants? My pajama jeans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That could be our entree into TikTok. I can just start. Um, yes. I can start having mom send me videos every time you start catching flies yeah, on the couch. Maybe that's it. That's, that's our TikTok is me sneezing. It know, will sleeping. be viral. It will. I all three people that would care. Anyway, so so this was wonderful. We 
how do you want to wrap up our empathy thing? Because I'm being empathetic. I want to. I want to hear you. I want to. You know. Yeah, and typically you're just trying to end the episode, <laughs> so you're you are trying to take my perspective and try and close this yes, instead of just yeah. instead of just wrapping up the episode abruptly. Right. I mean, we kind of talked a little bit in circles, but hopefully you all <laughs> got some of the meat out of what we were trying to convey here. Empathy is just such an important skill. And I think that the more that you go out and try and cultivate it yourselves, you will be happier. You will have less conflict with other people around you. And I think other people will, will respond really well. So, you know, go out there. And if you leave with one thing, try and have a really, a really honest and curious spirit about you with everything that you do and every person that you approach without judgment and just be mindful and pay attention and listen. And I think the more that you do that, the more that you will understand the people around you and be able to respond in a way that they, that resonates with them. You are so good. Well, you are being very kind, dad. I I empathize with that entire statement. (laughs) (laughs) You're, Time to shut it down, I think. But <laughs> listeners, thank you for Wherever hanging. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks it's for like spending Jeopardy time music. with us this morning. <laughs> now, go and make a difference in your world. You're no longer empathizing. <laughs> By the way, I accidentally swallowed some food coloring. Another dad joke. Yes, the doctor says I'm fine, but somehow I can't help but feel I died a little inside. <laughs> We cannot take this many weeks (laughs) off because we are just, like, rusty. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Have a great week. (laughs)